your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. This sounds like a generic version. Is this the beginning? I mean, it's hard for me to say. John Williams always amazes, so. Okay, there we go. This is like the very official version, maybe. Yeah, oh, maybe it was the, it maybe could be the original draft. It's a little tinny. Probably getting, tr- probably getting in trouble for playing this. We asked John Williams. He gave us explicit <laughs> permission. We sent him a text. Sent him a tweet. <laughs> this is very like, there's a camera in here now, and it's like, we're just going to put it on you. Oh, no, I know. I'm about yeah, to just... do this. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's better. People are probably like, I mean, people that don't know, don't know why I'm playing this. Yeah. Or don't even know what this is. Gosh. And then people that do know, know exactly that it's May 4th. This is for a very tailored audience. <laughs> very tailored. Uh, I don't May know. May the 4th This is pretty you. mainstream, right? Like, I, yeah, at tailored this point, audience. If a you tailored audience of like 75% of the population. If you don't know what this song is, then you're, this show will still be interesting to you. Yes. But also like. It's even more interesting might, if you do know that the song is from. We might be a couple of Star Wars nerds sitting in the studio right now. Spencer Wilkin is the UW Lacrosse Outreach Specialist. It's This camera is bugging me now that it's just on the screen. <laughs> just cover it up with There tape. we go. I'm turning the screen up. <laughs> Spencer Wilkin is the UW Lacrosse Outreach Specialist. She's hanging out with us this hour. And we're going to talk. We're not... You know, it's it's we're not going to talk Star Wars a ton. No. Although, if anyone we wants to, we have to do it justice. A we have to bit. Do, we have to give it. A, we have to acknowledge it. But um, in in a ye oh no, in what four years, three years, two years, you will be in a doctor in five astrophysics. Years. Five years. Five years. Five point oh, wow. five is the average time for a astrophysics. Moly. Oh yeah, I'm going to be like a full on adult. you're not yet no i don't have Um, enough debt to call myself an adult is that just typical of getting a doctorate five and a half years well it's a little longer than average um but you you don't have a master's right no i don't so you're but you skip the master's process yeah masters aren't very common in um this field of work and you're going to 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 the illini Uh, university of illinois yeah now in how many years will it be we won't be calling it the illini not changing the team name so no just the just adding not subtracting uh fish something kingfisher the bird we'll see um (laughs) and at some point i just we we could do a whole show on the process of becoming they're building the suit the king oh, the art yeah. department it actually looks awesome i'm very excited and people don't know what we know uh one day in class i it, like i'm just pretending i know one day in class you you doodled doodled a kingfisher mm-hmm. which is a bird correct that hunts fish yes very well as a matter of fact some say it's the king of it so and, <laughs> <laughs> and in are they are they around here yeah actually there's one that lives right next to my apartment here in on alaska i hear it Every morning. Did you get a picture of it? Oh, yeah. I do have a picture oh, of it. that's awesome. It's, uh, it's adorable. And she she doodled this in class. Doodled is a weird word. Now I'm thinking, like, your dog goes outside to doodle. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and and then... Is that the kind of show we're having today? We're just all off on tangents? Yeah, okay. that's the show we have every day, I think. Every time you come in here. Um, but but long story short, you doodle it in class one day, and the Illini has a, a Indian mascot... 
we don't do that anymore. And perhaps maybe not too far in the distant future, the Illini, the Il- University of Illinois mascot will be a kingfisher bird. Correct. The orange and blue bird that is the same colors as the school that lives right there in the same county. So. And yeah, that'll be cool. So somebody that's, uh, you know, working here in La Crosse, although you'll be back in Illinois. Do you ever think like, I was thinking about this. This is a weird thing to bring up. It's not nepotism, but like, oh, she's responsible for the... Unrelated. And then you're also, <laughs> we're going to accept you into the astrofix. Honestly, I think if the, it would be easier for the campus as a whole to not bring you back. It's not, a, it's not an easy subject for them to sometimes discuss. Well, it would probably then, be easiest for them just to leave it. Oh, get, get rid of you yeah. because you're the, the controversy of Ooh, making a bird a the mascot. mascot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spicy. Is there a kingfisher mascot in the world? Uh... There are no colleges or universities that use it. Okay. They're, but they're, they're used by, like, businesses, like kayaking businesses. Yeah. There's also, like, this local Florida club that uses some kind of version of the Kingfisher, but it's, like, a small team. I would say, like, tri- no, triple-A, double-A, single-A baseball, minor league baseball. That yeah, was but, like, soccer. Have all the coolest mascots. They do, so. absolutely. We, could, or we were going to talk about space things, but let's just shift over to the best mascots <laughs> Are found in minor league baseball. Do you do you have one off the top of your head? I can't remember the name of it, but it was like the this mud goose cats. looking. I like the mud hens. The mud. Hens. Yeah, it's a different kind of bird. Maybe I got mud cats wrong. I used to have a hat. Mud cats, uh, minor league team. Um. So, but but the rest of the show, we're going to talk about the fake moon landing, right? I. No, that's not. <laughs> that is not the goal. So that's, to preface the conversation, um, the goal is to discuss common arguments. For and against the feasibility of the 1969 moon landing, this is my favorite conspiracy theory. Absolutely, hands down. Uh, because it's just for fun. I come in peace. Uh, let's talk about what is probably... So it's, it's harmless. It's a harmless conspiracy theory with the exception of what, that one guy that got punched by Buzz Aldrin, uh, which is iconic. But <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun one. This is the mud cat. Oh. It's like a catfish. Yeah. I had that hat in high school. I don't know why. I don't. Even, I don't even fish. So, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you want to, like, how do we, like, what kind of texts do you want to get from from people listening about the moon landing? Like, do you want? You put this out on Reddit. We talked about this last mm-hmm. time you were on. You put a. You put a very. Do you do you know how many how many responses 1. you got? One point four thousand. Uh, it's like one point four k. So it was one thousand four hundred. So uh, one thousand four hundred people responded to mm-hmm. your. Basically, like, prove to me the moon land. No, no, just how did you? Why it? do you think the moon landing was faked? I went to a conspiracy when I figured if if someone related to that question, why do you think? What convinced you? And so most of the comments were, I didn't think it was fake until blank, and that is where that's where the conspiracy theory for this one really lives. Like, yeah, there's a lot of things that are pretty good, but there was one thing that really got me, and I don't think it's real. And so I want to talk about a lot of ones that they mentioned. Um, and and then if NASA's point counterpoint, and that's kind of what I want to go through today. Like, what okay. made you think it, and why did NASA say we disagree? And in this world of astrophysics that you're about to get into, where you're going to get your doctorate here, where does this rank in that world of of those people that study and 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 like of things that either make them roll their eyes heavily or is something that's very entertaining to them it's, or is it not even part of any conversation that astrophysics phys, astrophysicists have so this conversation as an undergraduate came up all the time we would talk about it like whenever a person would come on like joe rogan and talk about it, or neil degrasse tyson be like i'll oh, talk about it we would talk about it not in a 
um, since that we all kind of felt the skepticism towards it. But in the fact it's just fun to discuss, it is one of the, like, more research conspiracy, like, the research and the work, the people behind the that believe it's a hoax is incredible. They do so much work to build like these theories. Fake moon landing, JFK assassination. We're I feel like those are... Two very different. <laughs> no, but like, as, in terms of, like, giant conspiracy theories that... It's one of the biggest. Yeah, it's funny that they're kind of... The Mm, they I, are related. I, well, JFK started the program. Well, I was going to say they're very... Oh, my very, gosh. The JFK was, was killed because he knew the, the moon landing was faked. They actually go hand in hand. All right. Well, <laughs> oh, my gosh. On the radio. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Spencer Wilkin, the UW Lacrosse Outreach Coordinator is hanging out in studio with us. We're going to talk about the moon landing. Frick, moon landing. Um, a little bit. She's, she's uh, deep-dived deep dived into this. It was a, a trip to go down this rabbit hole of, of like old HTML as we websites. Listen, <laughs> as we listen to Pink Floyd and talk about tripping. Um, tripping out. Um, all right. So before we get to that, though, there's some, you know, we, we being at May 4th, Star Wars Day and, you know, I, I, we could have did a whole show on like, can there be lightsabers? We, we there is a video of a pretty cool like lightsaber mm-hmm. where the guy's like got a he's gas got a, plasma he's got a, torch. It's like a it's all it's like he's got the gas grill uh, propane tank uh-huh. as a backpack. And then he's got a torch that's pretty cool looking that looks like a lightsaber. He did a really good the, job like, sculpting The handle it. of the torch. Mm-hmm. And then he lights it like a welder, but it's huge and it's pretty scary. Um, also, Mandalorian season three, I think, just wrapped up. Yep. Fantastic. And, uh, jet Love packs. that show. They're, the, they're here. That's physics now. Like. Military already has. <laughs> not not the jetpacks that the Mandalorians wear, but they're more on your hands and mm, you kind of like. Iron Man style. Yeah, so so we have that. We haven't we haven't that gone to goblin? hyperspace yet. Nope. We're probably not going to see that anytime soon. Or or the. But you won't hear me say it's not possible. Or folding space. Oh, uh, uh, like the we, wormhole where they where they always fold the paper in half and yeah. jam a pencil through it. <laughs> the That's the wormhole. Or whatever they use in Dune, the spice. However they. So the spice allows the um, person driving the ship. That the navigator to almost like see the future and how to predict ship move, movement without crashing into things, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because it's the it's big the wormy giant. Yeah, it allows them guy. to do like crazy mind things. Could do a whole dude. A mentat. Well. That's what they're called, the mentat. And then the other thing I had, like in relation to Star Wars, when we see the Star Wars characters, most of the characters are A human or B humanoid. So they're upright. What do you call those? Like chrome? bipedal? bipedal is that yeah they they thinking, walk on like two feet and they yeah. have like arms but if we if we were actually to see aliens a, they would be <laughs> they would be microscopic bugs right or or they would be like starship troopers i think my theory is that we would see an, an alien that looked more like an insect than mm-hmm. we did we would that would look like more like what is it guido greedo the guy with the that han solo shoots shoots first or doesn't shoot first um, all right, science news, weird science news. Can we just jump to the scary Barbie black hole because it's got the cool name? Yeah, so the terrible name. scientists uh, use, traditionally use just like automatically generated naming systems for stars. There's a just, there's so many stars, we don't have time to name them all, but this one stuck out. Uh, it's a, this is actually not a star, it's a dead star, a black hole um, that got the name Scary Barbie. Because, black holes are dead stars? Y- yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, so when a okay. star explodes, 
uh, it forces the mass outward and also inward, and it uh, gets compressed so densely that its um, gravity is uh, incredibly strong, right? So the more mass there is, the, the stronger the presence of gravity, um, like why Jupiter would crush you. Well, uh, black holes are so dense that light cannot meet the required uh, escape velocity, and so it gets stuck on the surface. Even that guy's, like, plasma torch lightsaber? Yeah, but even the fast... I mean, I say the fastest of particles would not be up because light being the fastest possible oh, thing I see. It's, could not, cannot it's get speed, fast not, enough. Not, uh, okay. To leave. That's why they're, that's it why they're escape. black. It can't escape. Yeah. I got you. All right. Anyways, but this one got the name because it, uh, was incredibly beautiful. It destroyed another star, ripped it to shreds and made like the, the brightest observed, um, object in space history. Uh, it was actually quite beautiful. So it got the name Space Scary Barbie because the automatic name uh, happened to be like a Barbie B-E. What are we looking at here, this photo? It's cool, but is it... So that's a black hole, and those light is the plasma. Is this a fake picture? Yeah, that's an autogenic Obviously, picture, okay. based on physics. I, I mean, we have the te- the James Webb, so I'm always like, are we getting <laughs> pictures of this or not? Like, I don't, You've seen I, the two pictures of black holes so far, and those are the red and yellow ones that yeah. are kind of blurry. Yeah. Something like that would be automatically we could get, generated. We could get into like what telescopes can see and can't see when we talk about objects on the moon here in a minute. Oh, yeah. Um, the <laughs> other, the, this other thing is, uh, I love these headlines because I sent you one a couple weeks ago. This one is a school bus, a school bus sized asteroid to come nearly as close to Earth as, speaking of the moon, the moon. So we're going to have an asteroid that's the size of a school bus kind of buzz the tower, so to speak. Yeah, it's getting close. So we actually just had one pass yesterday. Uh, looks like we're all... Totally fine. And another one's coming by. This happens pretty frequently. And, you know, the, the news article you sent me uh, not that long ago about the one hitting Texas, the corgi-sized yeah, the- one that weighs as much as four L- I think it's a meme. Not, I think you not- have to have weird naming conventions. So, yeah, this uh, this other uh, meteor, I guess I didn't even know. Oh, it hit, hit Texas. It hit, it, so it landed, think- I guess, in a really... I just read the headline and threw it to you quick before even... Uh, a corgi-sized meteor as heavy as four baby elephants hits Texas. Like, we got, we really just hate the metric system here in the U.S. Like, corgi-sized meteor the size of it's four the American baby, way. Like, four baby elephants? <laughs> That's not what, one. eight tons. It, wouldn't it just be one, one elephant? One big elephant? <laughs> right. Why do we have to reduce it down to the baby? Four? Yeah, that's a good... A, and then corgi size. Ah, okay. Like, bowling ball? Like, it's a bowling ball? No, uh, it's In a, other words? I mean, corgis are kind of... Not like this on the radio, no one can see what I'm I'm doing with my hands. <laughs> Terrible radio. Yes, I'm um, really yeah, bad. The, We're the, also going to spend a lot of time talking about pictures on the radio. So oh another Lord. faux pas. Oh Lord. Okay, so let's. Well, let's <laughs> just get. Let's. Are we done? Do we? Do, can we deep dive in? You have two oh, passing asteroids oh, this we, week. Too. I total. There's one more science news. Oh yeah. Uh, so. Well, in, this is your no, favorite not one. To worry, huh? Yeah, not to worry you all, but in five billion years, our sun is going to explode. <laughs> um, so our sun is currently about. Uh, and it's midlife into crisis. A black hole? No, uh, we're not big enough. Our sun oh. is very mediocre. It's going to turn into a white dwarf, uh, which will outlast everything. But um, yeah, so the deaths of stars, we could totally talk about that. That's, the, my, that's actually my favorite area of physics and why I'm going into astrophysics. Um, but I digress. So what happened with this one, we actually saw a star similar to our sun die, and then it turned into a red giant, which is what our sun is going to do, and swallow up a planet nearby, which is how Earth is going to end. Um, if we don't destroy it somehow worse than the sun can before it gets to the five billion year mark. 
And when you say we saw this, how did we see this? Telescope. We just were watching. Just a basic one? Uh, or did we I need think, the big fancy one? I think this was actually a pretty big fancy see, one. See, I ask you these innate details that are n- unnecessary. We saw it with a telescope. We're good. Um, but how close was this planet? Because, you know, we have a lot of planets here. Would would any planet a- escape in our solar system it, something yes. like this that would happen? Uh, I, don't, I don't know the, the biggest diameter that they're predicting our sun We'll get to, but it's not like Pluto or, or sure. Neptune. It's not quite that. And could a planet be big enough to be like, ha, you can't take me out? Like Jupiter, could a Jupiter be like, even if you got to me, I'm too big? Well, I the mean, sun I get is, is like a billion Jupiters, but. Uh, so there are binary star systems, right? That could, that has one star die out, go through the whole process and become a white dwarf, where the other star in that system is not impacted. So technically, an object in orbit with another star can survive this if it's far enough away. As far as our planet's concerned, I mean, eventually gravity's going to get them all. So, yeah. yeah, the sun is to us what a corgi is to Jupe. No, I'm just- <laughs> that's a tough one to to make on the fly. All right, we got a couple minutes before we go to break, but we want to talk about this moon uh, landing in 1969 or multiple moon landings and the idea that it was fake. Do you want to just set this up a little bit? Yeah. So. Uh, what I did is I did uh, I went on the internet, asked a question, and then compiled a list of of commonly listed reasons as to why individuals think something is fake. And it often came down to very intense analysis of photos and video. Um, there are the the most common uh, argument that I saw that is also pretty easily debunked is has to do with the radiation exposure as the uh, spaceship left the um, orbit. And I think the most important thing to do, uh, before we even go into specifics, is just talk about what the Apollo, Apollo program is and when it was. Okay. Because my argument against the moon landing is we haven't gone back. And, and how, how... Thanks, Nixon. He canceled the program. Wait, we've done so many more. Okay. All right. I've prepared for that one. That's a very common one. But so for those of you who are not familiar with the Apollo project, um, it began under JFK in 1961. Uh, he came out with this really big quote, 1962, like, we choose to go to the moon uh, in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard, right? That's kind of how this whole program launched. We were in a race against Soviet Russia uh, to see who can get to the moon first. And Soviet Russia was winning uh, every step until this one. Until we got the technology to fake this thing. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Um, So... Uh, the Apollo 11 mission was the ultimately the first one to put men on the moon, but this was not the first Apollo mission. Hence Actually, the ner- name yeah, 11. Uh, Apollo 1 was the first. It was not successful. They did not survive that. Apollo 2 and 3 did not exist. Apollo 4, 5, 6 uh, were like weird tests that didn't go anything. And Apollo 7 was the first like crewed Apollo mission that did a bunch of orbits around Earth. So it, took before, seven, so it took seven tries before we even had like a like an ounce of success. Yes. Huh? In ping pong, if well, it, no, because two and three didn't happen. So oh, two and three, just weren't right, a thing. Because I was say in ping pong, like if you four. if you're down seven nothing, that's game over. Like you go to the next match. Fortunately, so. the Cold War works a little different. All right, we'll be back. I'll give it a minute. Not ringing a bell, huh? Oh, you can't hear it anymore. That's right. You gotta put your headphones on. Nope. This is not so much about the moon as it is about a crazy stand-up comic. Andy Kaufman? Is that 
All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Spencer Wilkin, the UW Lacrosse Outreach Specialist, is going to now deep dive us into the fact that we did or did not go to the moon. <laughs> and you started be- t- talking about uh, radiation belts, the Glenn Allen? No, uh, so actually, James Van Allen. Uh, oh, they were... Um, Glenn Allen. I, I think you're thinking Glenn, like the, the astronaut. <laughs> okay. Um, but... Yeah, we were talking about just the good old-fashioned so, Apollo missions. So between Earth and the moon, there's a bunch of, like, radiation. radiation. Radiation, like, if a nuclear power plant blew up and I would m- melt or a, not quite. something like that? Actually, much weaker. Um, so to paint a picture, uh, we have in the middle our beautiful Earth, a little ball floating in space. And around it are two uh, concentric donuts, one quite small and one a little larger, um, where their origin points kind of match with Earth's magnetic field. So uh, one of the big things that I, I saw mentioned quite a bit is that astronauts would not survive the travel between um, Earth and the moon because the radiation would kill them. And that is something that is pretty easily debunked. Uh, so there is it even th- worth talking about then? Because the- yes. Oh, it is. Oh. Absolutely. Because this is the most commonly oh, <laughs> mentioned. Well, that's easy. There's not enough radiation to harm you. Well, it's there is X-ray- in places. It's an X-ray amount of radiation. Uh, yes, a CT scan. If you can time it right. Yeah. If you can, if so, uh, the two rings consist of different kinds of particles. The first is um, mainly alpha particles, aka uh, helium. Not exactly, but close enough, uh, which is really, really slow. And the big arguments are, well, they didn't have the shielding necessary to protect the astronauts. Well, alpha particles could be blocked by a sheet of paper. They're slow. They're not very strong. It's the weird second, because yeah. they just wore a like, pile of paper. They just like, <laughs> they hid just under wore paper, but they used leaf. aluminum. No, they, they had leaf piles, and they just hid under leaf piles. Well, that would have worked uh, <laughs> right. for the first one. Anyway. The second band is even more powerful, so it's, I just feel it's important to... To address this, it is beta particles, which are positrons and electrons, um, but they only spent a very short period of time in that range. It was less than an hour, um, which, long story short, is not enough radiation to cause harm to an astronaut. Uh, I'm see if I can stump you. As we get out of the Earth's atmosphere and into space, and we're headed towards the moon in 1969 mm-hmm. on the... Apollo 11? Yes. Well, Apollo 8 was the first to pass through the radiation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because anyway. it did the lunar circle. But did they bring like the, the all the gadgets that they were going to do to land on the moon? At, and, at- and they were impacted. Uh, those gadgets, did, I mean, Neil Armstrong and um, those from the Apollo 8 did talk about how their um, instrumentation was impacted by the presence of radiation. And that's not the only kind of radiation in space. There's a third kind, very high energy, very uh, hard to predict. But what NASA did is they timed it such that uh, those events, those high gamma ray radiation, uh, were would be the least likely. Did and we, actually, all the Apollo missions did not encounter issues with the gamma radiation. Can we think of those as like warm spots in the pool? Uh, y- yeah, a little bit. <laughs> right? like and we just did, managed to dodge them. You definitely em. don't want to go through the warm spots <laughs> in the pool, right? Yeah, if they were uh, jets. <laughs> jets of water. Um, how fast are we moving? Uh, that's we, what I was getting at. That's a, I actually have that number here. It was um, 25,000 kilometers an hour. Oh, metrics Which, again. How many corgis per... Well, that's 15,000 15, miles per hour. Okay, 15,000 miles per hour. I'm hoping yeah, approximately. that... approximately. Um, all right, so, and then, like, if we went at number 11, Apollo 11, we got to the moon, but 10, you can throw... Just throw the door closed. I think it's... 
we're getting a buzzer sound. Um, number ten nine eight. Did we bring like the rover and everything we needed to land on the moon, or was it number eleven that we're going? This is the time we're going to land. So eight. It was it was very incremental. Uh, seven was around Earth. Eight was uh, around the moon. Nine was low Earth orbit with the lunar modules, and then. Uh, I don't remember what 10 did. Apparently nothing too quite critical. And then number 11 went. Um, so, yeah, I don't remember what Apollo 10... Oh, it was like a rehearsal. It was just like a practice. They didn't actually land. So it was like practice number two. And then number 11 landed. Okay. So, I mean, it makes sense that we get a... And there were six more trips afterwards. And did we land anything on the moon before we just put people there? I don't, I don't think so. I don't so think the they first any- thing we put on the moon is people? Seems like a red well, flag. Well, Russia had already put... Um, other things on the well, they put their first lunar lander on the in 1970. I think the first thing we sent were people. Imagine that. Well, Seems no, well, Russia crashed things into the moon. <laughs> well, sure. They did. They did successfully crash a, a satellite into the surface of the moon before we got there. Yeah, because you want to make sure it's not quicksand. I well, suppose. yeah, our cheese. But we didn't do that. <laughs> like <laughs> Russia, it's not like Russia told us that though. No, they probably didn't. So, um, so we wouldn't know that. So the first thing we did was just like, hey, jump out. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, I have to share a tangent about the Van Allen belts before we go into the oh, other gosh. ideas. We're back to the Oh, no, but this is important. Uh, because Project Century. Uh, in, in 1964, the United States was like, I wonder about those radiation belts. Let's see what the military can do with them. And they just detonated a nuclear bomb up in space about 300 to 400 kilometers above the surface of the Earth to see what would happen. Um, and what they discovered was, oh, radiation does not dissipate in a day. It takes over a year. Um, so Project Century, it's kind of tough to find information on this what one. What year was that? 1964. Oh, okay. Right well, before at least the, they, at least they the w- humans through it. <laughs> at least they waited a couple of years before they... they yeah. I, I suppose there's there's people on all these missions. So um, so they were just curious. As they thought it would get rid of the Van Allen belt, but instead it, it lingered. So Is um, this one of those things yeah. that we don't want to talk about, the idea that we exploded i've never heard that we really? exploded a nuclear bomb in, in space, space just yeah, project see. century i mean it makes sense why wouldn't you because we we do it on like remote islands all the time in the ocean cheers to lockheed scientists all right so van allen belts we can't Debunked. go through them re- radiation all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll be back after this Debunked. number two on the like we didn't land on the moon okay so everything with the radiation on the film so they hey, used film. Can we just re- can we just rewind real quick? Mm-hmm. We're speaking with Spencer Wilkin, UW Lacrosse Outreach Specialist, and you're going to getting your doctorate in astrophysics, and this is just kind of a fun topic to talk this about. This is my favorite conspiracy theory. And then also <laughs> you posted on Reddit a couple of months ago uh, just a question, tell me why you think we didn't land on the moon, essentially, yes. and it got 1,400 responses. So oh, that's yeah. kind of the setup to this, as I you know reset a couple minutes into already talking about it. But number two reason we didn't go to the moon. Uh, radiation on film. So they're like, why is the film able to be processed when it radiation damage it? Because film is damaged by light. Um, NASA's explanation for this is that they sent highly protected canisters. And similar to reasons of the Van Allen belt, the um, most radiation is easily stopped. They figured out that people are going to have to go through the radiation. We need to protect them. And they're not so dumb as to go, you know what? The film is going to be exposed by radiation, too. So we have to protect it. Okay, yeah, that so that was – but and there actually are signs of radiation damage kind of sneaking through every once in a while. Um, you can see, like, little streaks and dark spots that would most likely be due to 
radiation damage. All right. Number three reason why people think okay. we didn't go to the moon. So there were many different reasons that I could categorize under this umbrella. And it has to do with specific video analysis. And there are many different reasons. And there are also six trips for them to look at, right? So first of all, we're on, we're on the moon. Yes. It's 1969. And we've got somebody's holding a camcorder. Well, actually, there were there were several cameras used on the Apollo missions. Uh, one of them was fastened outside the lunar lander to get that famous scene of him stepping onto the moon, uh, and the other ones were actually mounted on their chests or able to be manipulated with their hands. Body cams, okay, Body cams. or manipulated by oh, maybe on like their like hold or something. Okay, I think there were like three different kinds of camera used. Um, some of them had those like famous tick marks called Rasio marks or Rasio marks. Um, and others were just straight film. So they had cameras for video and for photos. Okay, so what's the f- the number one thing we're trying to debunk, like, video? Is it, like, the shadows? Or, the or shadows there... are the big one. And actually, Mythbusters did a really good job of, of demonstrating. So I love Mythbusters. Woo! Go Adam Savage. Um, and uh, they did a really good job of demonstrating how a set would make light look versus how it looks in these photos. Um, so there's a lot of different very specific stills that are brought up to say, look at this picture. The shadows don't match. They go to the same point. Um, and there's, there's a, depending on the picture, depends on the explanation that uh, pro moon landers give. So once again, photos are hard to discuss, uh, but it's worth noting that the sun creating parallel rays is true, but there's also reflective surfaces that could also cast light up. So, like if it bounces off the surface of the moon, it will kind but of. Everything is things. kind of like shadow and light. Like it yes. doesn't add up to somebody being on the moon. It looks like it's staged. Yeah, there was nothing that I came across that just felt with with the with shadows specifically that felt like it was inexplicable. Um, so you got nothing but, in in terms of like shadows. video analysis or photo analysis, or you were like actually. Well, so video analysis. The actual. I'll end with the one that got me. That I was like, wait a second, but. Um, there was one that was really interesting, which was the video from the module about 1,300, I'm sorry, 130,000 kilometers from Earth, where they are shooting film through the window to get the image of Earth. Um, now, the conspiracy theorists' um, documentaries that I do- dove into and watched way too many of, thanks YouTube, uh, we're talking about how they manipulated cardboard to make the Earth seem smaller. So what they were doing is they claimed that the picture of Earth that was never meant to be shared was actually taken. This just sounds crazy even saying out loud, but I'm going to try. <laughs> um, they, they positioned the camera far away from the, the um, window, the round window, so it looked like Earth was really far in the distance, but really they hadn't left low Earth orbit. And they were talking about the different ways this could have worked. Um, they just used fisheye lens. Yeah, yeah, it was all, well, <laughs> so they came up with a really good alternative theory as to how this picture could have been made, but it doesn't negate the possibility that it was also a legitimate picture. And that's true for a lot of these things. Like, yeah, that's a cool theory, right? That totally fits what you see. There's no reason why that couldn't have happened, but well, the, the problem with, it doesn't negate the fact that it could have happened too. Right, yeah, that's the problem with like, oh, this video or photo is photoshopped or video shopped. Or or just made not not Photoshop or video shop just made in a studio, mm-hmm. but or or could have actually been made yeah. on the moon. So. Um, another one, a couple things uh, that I saw that are kind of funny. Real quick, if you speed up the video of the astronauts moving around, 
it looks like they're just running on Earth. And uh, the like bouncing videos yeah. where they're just like because the the gravity is lower on the moon, so they're just bouncing around yeah. like kids. And then they say so the videos is all released or slowed down. Well, I'm like, congratulations if you s- slow down an Earth video. It looks like they're on the moon. So you know, yeah. All right. So number five is that there's no Gosh. stars in the photos. Yeah. So this is this one's fun. Um, so the fake moon. We didn't land on the moon because the. Photos don't have stars, stars in the background. Yeah, so the cameras were designed, first of all, in the 1960s, but um, they were designed for images of people on the moon, not the aperture size for getting very faint light. And the reason right. conspiracy theorists believe this is important is because if the stars were in the background, it would be very difficult to fake because parallax. That's That would be like very easily provable fake. So they say NASA just got rid of the stars because that would be very easy to prove the pictures were fake. But I say the cameras weren't strong enough and no atmosphere actually makes the stars look dimmer. So it'd be even harder. Um, oh. Number six is just why we went to the moon. Yeah, so this motive. one is not science, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. But the motive to lie about going to the moon, like why would we just lie to Russia, is the same reason we would go to the moon, right? Because we can prove Russia we did it. Like, well, propaganda to uh, you get propaganda garner, either way. garner support for your country, stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, There's, I mean, you get you get propaganda either way, so it's easier just to do it. All right, number seven, we're going back to shadows. God. Shadows on the moon. No, that's that's the same point, similar to the videos. Like, that's within the, the like, uneven terrain, the way how, it looks. How long were we on the moon the first time? The two mi- No, two hours and 32 minutes. Oh, wow. I think. You think? <laughs> Somewhere around there? <laughs> yeah. So we had enough. It actually ended up going way longer in the later subsequent missions. Before we went to the moon, I don't know if you know this, uh, did we hang out in space? Like on like, I don't. Did we have a space station or anything? Uh, not a space station, but they had like different capsules. And then just like, what what do they call them? Uh, spacewalks? Did we do that? We did. How long could we hang out in space? Uh, I you don't know? remember the. I think the two total hours seems like a really long time to just be on the moon and not inside your little spaceship. You know. Yeah. I say it like that because of, I, I I don't remember if they went back and forth. Um. All right. So. All right. We're, how many of these are there? They're just twelve. Oh there's, and then, oh, there's a 13. Oh, 13 is, is the one that I like. Um, okay, so All right, these eight are is deleted, not nearly as fun. What's eight? Deleted footage? Oh, so there's um, uh, this. It, it's true. This is actually true. NASA accidentally deleted the original footage. Enjoy that one, conspiracy theorists. Because they, they claim, NASA said, we had so many copies of um, processed uh, footage, a.k.a. Uh, frame rate adjusted because the original footage was not was just like raw data, the equivalent of raw data, and so they're like, "That's good enough," and they just straight up this got is, rid of the original This fo- is like if you footage. go in your closet or in your basement or in your attic somewhere, you have a lot of pictures, like literal pictures or film, like a Christmas vacation. He's got the old film. Mm-hmm. We just have a lot of this stuff lying around. It's just copied footage of the same thing we already yes, have. Yes, right? that's so. That's a big thing. So worth a, a Google because we we don't need to have. You know, our first ever moon landing or any of the moon landings on tape. We already got enough tape. It's different because it's, it's great. digital. Like, yeah, it's not a great. Um, <laughs> Sarge texted in and he goes, what about that flag fluttering on the moon? Oh, see, I watched a lot of footage of that one. Uh, so the flag is moving when he's touching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's additionally, there's a bar supporting the flag. So that's what keeps it supported. That is slightly broken. Just FYI. And I think they like 
this sounds, gosh darn it, like, it's a good observation, the flag moves, but it only moves when he touches it. Is the flag still so, up there? Uh, I think it actually got blown down when the module left oh, good. the surface. <laughs> but it should technically still be there. I mean, I guess if you if you plop the flag into the ground and let it go, there's, gravity's low. He's so moving it. Would, it. it it's, when, I, whenever they say the flag is moving, he's it moves right, he's, when he's touching it. Yeah, like, it's not. It's got a bar on the flag that holds it up at a 90 degree angle but it's slightly angled I mean, so it gives it a no, wrinkle there's no way you, you could and there's no either atmosphere. all gravity or no gravity there's no way where the flag would never move right is there a world where yeah, they're well, so not out of this world place the, where the, the claim is that the flag moves like undulates like a wave like there's wind which there isn't on the but it I never saw that like you see it when he's touching it and it moves because he's moving it. And if there was footage of that, NASA would have deleted it. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I didn't see it. <laughs> um, which one do you like? Is it like uh, Stanley K- Kubrick? Oh, a couple things. Uh, so the guy who made uh, Jurassic Park? No, no Sam- it was Dr. Stanley. Strangelove. Oh, oh yeah, riding and the rocket. The, the yeah. Shining, I think. Um, anyways, Stanley Kubrick claimed to fake it, right? Um, a filmmaker. A filmmaker. A famous filmmaker. No, uh, notorious for his attention to detail. So apparently not very good, according to these guys. <laughs> Um, astronauts look sad when they got back. W- would you look sad if you had just got back? No. Um, <laughs> so I guess this one I, w- I want to talk about, and this is why I think the moon landing was real. Okay. Um, and then the, actually, no, the reason I think it was fake, there's a paper reason. And then I'll talk about the reason I thought it was real. The one that got me was there is a, a paper written about the usage of parallax and they worked out with all the pictures the distances between objects using just equations and it didn't quite match up to what the size of the moon should be. And that I don't have an (laughs) answer for. So that was a pretty fun paper. The other one, and I wish you all to think about this is the retro reflectors we left on the moon. So the Apollo 11 mission left the equivalent of a fancy mirror uh, placed by the astronaut that we can shine a laser at, and so can Russia, and so can China, and any developed It's an entire episode one. of the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, they had a whole thing about this um, that was left to verify the distance the moon was from Earth. So uh, NASA is that we, we can actually go and shine a laser and verify that we've been on the moon because anyone can do this That's, with that a one's science funny. laser. That one's funny to me because we could just like as we're flying by the moon just throw the a reflector out and say there it is a guy put that there yeah it wouldn't shatter right because the gravity is a little less and it's you just pretty, hold, yeah maybe i mean throw, and, and like a, here's the other thing pool. we were talking about before the show i can't mm-hmm. grab a telescope and see like the lunar we brought a car up on the moon for crying <laughs> out loud this like you know, all the things we're gonna do let's also bring a car to drive around and then we left the car there yeah, so, so that was actually, just, that's we, another conspiracy theory, like the fenders break. I, I have to give credit where credit is due. They've broken the entire Apollo thing down to its atoms. Like, they looked at fender dents and when, duct tape. When we left the car there, did we take to, the car on the first mission? Uh, I think that came in a later. Oh, okay, because uh, it would be funny if we just also brought a car the first mission, and <laughs> then the guys all got to drive the car every time. I want to drive the car now because we brought a car on the moon. Um, so again, like like some of the easier ones, we've never gone back. Uh, so 
we're going back. Uh, we, we are. It's taking. We keep talking about things. this. They keep putting it off. They can't even get the rocket off the ground sometimes, let alone okay, a rocket well, to land on the moon. But we know for a fact that the rockets went into space for this. So we've done at least gotten to space. No, it, for, we know for, for a home. fact that we've the rocket in the last couple of years has gone to space. Or are you talking like oh, in no, 60 before in the 90s? Yeah, the like we know for a fact that these all went to space because everyone watched it. Like sure. every country watched it. Now, whether or not we landed on the moon. That's the conspiracy, not whether or not we've been to space. The, and then I'll just go back to the the first time we decided we were going to land on the moon. We didn't just land a thing on the moon. We brought the people to. We didn't just go, That's you know, the American let's, way. let's just try to get something on the moon safely. And then, I don't know, maybe they didn't have remote controls where they could remote the thing back off the moon. Because also, we have to get these people off the moon safely and back home. So that, that one's kind of like... I think the technology for remoting something off the moon was easier stored in a human brain than it would be a computer at that time think how big computers were the knowledge to remote control was not a thing it had to be a human steering but whether or not you're convinced there are so many fun ways to look at this conspiracy theory and just just keep an open mind either way if you if you if you subscribe to the it didn't happen you know maybe check out the fact that a lot of the photos that you're seeing are not the full thing and vice versa so have fun with it. It's a harmless conspiracy theory. Yeah, there's infinite possibilities to debunk this. Uh, but And you only came up with like one or two that were like, oh, this one's actually kind of hard to. Yes. I don't need to get into details, but you kind of already talked about them. But, some uh, of them are, were hard, like some of them very easy. Or Other some ones, of them, like did some of them, bit, com- yeah, a little convincing. Little com- like, like, maybe that's we didn't. pretty good. I see why this has lingered so long. Is there any comparable to this in terms of like space? Deep, like conspiracies I'm still where waiting we, for them to prove the moon actually isn't real. Like, that's the one I want to see. Earth say. is flat is Earth a funny one. We're oh. on Mars with a truck. We're driving a truck around Mars. That one seems like, ooh, that's, you know, kind of out there. Well, there's plenty of space to make conspiracies. Offering superior quality and craftsmanship in all of their products. And that's the way Floor Crafters likes to operate, too. When you look at the fresh colors, exquisite patterns, great textures, and innovative fibers in the Kerastan carpets compared to some of the other carpets that are out there, you'd just be amazed. It's National Kerastan Month. Get up to a $1,000 rebate on your purchase of Kerastan carpets. No matter what you paid for your home, it's your mansion. Get new flooring and a lifetime guarantee on their work from the Flooring Guys at Floor Crafters. I'm Daryl. My family and I own Floor Crafters, and we'd love to be your flooring guys. The internet can be an all-you-can-eat buffet for identity thieves. Ugh, so full. Too many maiden names. And social security numbers. Where'd you find those? By the password bar. Can't miss them. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you could miss by monitoring your credit and bank statements. If your identity is stolen, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft, but everyone can save up to 25% off their first year with promo code NEWS. Go to LifeLock.com. WICM Lacrosse News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Wisdom News Time is 6 o'clock.